It's time for Trackside Tonight with Randy Dye, Joe Linebarrier, and Billy Osberg. Trackside Tonight is brought to you by Daytona Dodge and Chrysler, DeLand Motorsports, Mopar Speed Shop, Volusia Speedway Park, and by Valvoline. Good carry, so I would suggest to you to try. I think, Mark, have you got Morgan on the line already? Okay, well, we're going to talk to him right out of the chute because uh, he's traveling back from Las Vegas. Morgan Shepard, Randy Dye, uh, we're really glad you're with us tonight. You there? Uh, hey, there we yeah, are. Yeah, 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 I'm here. Uh, yeah, we've been uh, been on 40, coming across country, and just nice. got into uh, Memphis and got uh, snow all over the place. So uh, we, we stopped here to fuel up and talk with you guys. All right. Well, Morgan, uh, we've got three three uh, of our regulars in the studio, uh, Billy and uh, and uh, Joe. And then, of course, tonight, we uh, this for the first time, I've got my little five-year-old son with me and, and my wife. So... Uh, we're, we're kind of making it a family affair. We do this every Monday night. But uh, one of the things that I want to, uh, you know, I, I, I personally, we've had uh, lots of different folks on our, uh, on our program. And uh, I guess uh, it just depends on the person who's doing the uh, evaluating, you know, whose star is brighter. But I don't know that in the 12 years plus that I've been doing this show that I'm any more excited about having anybody on this show as I am Morgan Shepard. And, uh, well, come, and on really come on now. Come on. You taking the time to uh, to be on with us. Uh, because I, I know that you've, you've been spending, this is an example. I think you told me today you left Las Vegas at, uh, well, Saturday night from uh, after the uh, nationwide race. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's right. And, you know, I was listening to Eli Gold here a while back, and, and he was talking with Jimmy Johnson, I believe. And, and uh, he said, Jimmy, do you ever think when, you, when you're having to come back from uh, California from one of the races and you're taking that red-eye flight and, and you're having to fly all night long, if, it, if it's really worth it? And I thought, hey, Eli, <laughs> you, don't, you don't really know what it's about. I mean, these, these guys back when we first started racing – to pick up trucks and trailers and haul their cars all over the country, and and I've been in the sport 42 years, and I I still got such a passion for the sport that uh, that I still do it the same way. We we left uh, Daytona, drove to California, and then drove to Vegas, and now we're driving back home. If if there's not any passion there, I don't know what passion is. But uh, these guys that jump on the plane and, and gets the do all the easy stuff and don't have to work on the cars. Um, they uh, they they haven't lived in the real world of racing. They they've missed a lot of fun. Well, you know something. I, I uh, I'm listening to you, and and I've we've made this point. Uh, I guess probably for the last I don't know between two and three years, we've talked an awful lot here on our program about what money has done to the sport. Um, and I think you'd have to say that in some ways money has uh, probably there are some things that, that money has done well for the sport. It's been good for the sport. But in a lot of other ways, uh, it's been a real deterrent uh, to the sport. And when you look at Morgan Shepard, uh, you know, I, this, is a, this is a success story that, in my opinion, rivals any success story that's out there. You know, the the... the Jimmy Johnson, and no offense, I mean, goodness gracious, what a great talent, driving right, some of the best right. stuff. You know, a three-time, consecutive three-time NASCAR champion, never been done since Cale Yarborough, uh, you know, all that sort of stuff. 
But his world is far different than your world and the guys uh, that, you know, back in the day, if you will. Even, even the Richard Petties of the world. You know, you're driving, and I saw your motorhome, and I don't, don't, please, please forgive me. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with your motorhome. Modest. But modest, right. It's not the million-dollar Prevost that, that these guys are these guys have in, in the uh, race car campground, if you will. I mean, this is this is something that uh, you live within your means. Well, and it's it's just how bad do you want to be here? And and obviously, uh, people get burnt out after a certain while. But uh, I've been here 42 years, and and I still love the sport and the people in the sport uh, just as much as ever. And and of course, I'm taking advantage of the sport uh, because I, I have a mission, and that's to serve my Lord and Savior. And uh, and there's such a great opportunity here with NASCAR to uh, to be in this sport because we reach the people worldwide with uh, with what we're doing. And I think I told you today that that my fan mail and email has come from Russia, Germany, Australia, all over the world, um, and just telling me that they appreciate my stand uh, in in racing. Well, you know, I, it's interesting to hear you say that I'm gonna, and I definitely, and you know, we're gonna talk about your mission. Um, but, but you say you've been in the sport, and and I've, I've obviously I've verified all that. I believe you, but 42 years of continual competition, it's it's longer than any uh, race car driver before or current. I think you've, your career is longer than Richard Petty's career. Uh, is that correct? Yeah. Yes, yes, it, it is. Uh, I'm, I'm the only guy that, uh, that has consistently, uh, drove in this sport for, uh, uh, 42 years. I started in, in 1967 at Hickory Speedway when, when Ned Jarrett, uh, was, uh, promoting the Speedway and, and it was dirt. My, my actual first couple races and then he shut the track down and repaved the track. Uh, so I've, I've got to see a lot of the, I've uh, seen a lot of the greats, the Harry Gantz and the Tommy Houstons and Jack Ingrams and the Bosco Lowe's and and, um, uh, and I, you know, I know all those names. I guess that tells me yeah. a little how old I am too. But uh, and so so I've I've had the pleasure of um, of racing with with all these people and and even David Pearson. He drove my car one time. I had two cars at Bristol. And um, uh, that was that was a very interesting story. And, and and Dave could have probably won the race, but he came in the pits and to make a pit stop. And and when he went out, he he went too fast or something. And, and Hoot Alton, uh, um, uh, which was uh, a good good friend of ours, had just uh, passed away. Any, anyhow, when he went by, he was a stop man, and uh, yeah. and pit and Dave drove on by, and so. And so uh, Hoot hit the windshield with with the paddle stick, and Dave stopped and and got out and went back and and uh, you know asked him why he didn't understand why and and um, uh, and so I think Dave said something to him and Hoot Hoot said well that's going to be a five hundred dollar fine and David said well if this is five hundred dollars I'm going to get me five hundred dollars worth and he started swinging and Hoot started running so man I know a lot of stories uh, in racing so. Uh, you know, I got to be around some of those guys like Kale and all of them, and uh, I didn't get to race with those guys a lot because I was in the, uh, what was called a sportsman, which is the, like the nationwide now. But um, 
Oh, man. And and now I've got to see, you know, uh, the Tony Stewart's, Kevin Harvick's, uh, Jimmy Johnson's, uh, and the Bush boys. And uh, I've got to see see this sport change so much. And like you were saying about the money, the money money situation, it's, it, it, it happens to everything. It Sometimes it takes all the fun out of it because, uh, um, like now, we're going through hard times uh, as far as getting sponsors and it's, Teams are having to struggle, and and they're having to come. A lot of them's having to come back down to earth, and that's that's. I was telling a friend of mine, Johnny Davis, the other day. I said, you know, the the real people that's going to survive this sport is the ones that uh, have had to do do it all and had to do it with a little bit. And I said, uh, we'll be here. We'll be standing when when a lot of these top big teams are gone because. You can't uh, once they've built this thing. It's hard for them to come down, and it's hard to ask the man to uh, to take uh, half the money or, or less than you know what he was getting paid. Uh, it's um, it, it's just tough. Well, you know, forty two years, and you know, you talk about running what was once upon a time the Sportsman or Grand National Series, but I but I do think it's important to point out you have four Nextel Cup wins to your to your credit. Seven NASCAR uh, polls, seven Bush Grand National wins, and, and five Bush Grand National polls. Uh, you know that's not something to. That's not a trivial uh, uh, a career statistic. I mean, those are some pretty pretty decent numbers, as far as I'm concerned, anyway. Well, you you missed one thing, well, and, I mean, and I don't know I don't know why NASCAR uh, doesn't recognize me as a champion. In in 1980, I won the late model championship, and see, our sport has gone through. Different uh, name change, changes. It uh, um, at that time uh, it was uh, late model sportsman, and, and the, the cup cup deal was Grand National. Yep. Would, would then they changed changed names. I won the championship in '80, and they they went to the to the Bush Grand National, and and for whatever reason I've been I haven't ever been recognized as a champion, but I won the championship that year. I think I won nine races, finished second twenty two times. And um, uh, and and won the championship, but I've never understood why you know when they give championship provisionals and stuff, why I haven't been recognized. Well, you know that's interesting, and and yeah, you, you get that debate and battle all the time about the modern records and the other records and that sort of thing. And now you're right, and you know what? Uh, I was 20 years old, but oddly enough, I remember that, and I I apologize for not remembering it as I was reading down some of these statistics. You know that's. Uh, that in and of itself is impressive. I remember you were winning with the, uh, you know, the 21 and the Sitgo car and all, the Wood Brothers, and you know that was a. So I think what I'm trying to do, I'm building this to a point that Morgan Shepard's career in NASCAR is impressive all by itself. All by itself, you, you know, statistically, your 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 uh, career. Is one that uh, I, I think stands up there with a, with a lot of the guys. Not to mention the fact that you're 67 years old. If I looked at your biography correctly, yes, and sir. And still running. And, and I saw you during day, you know during speed weeks here in Daytona. You look great. You obviously got to be in good shape to jump in a motorhome, drive it across country, and still be driving it back. You finished 13th this past Saturday. Is am I correct at Vegas? Is that the right number? Yes. Yes. And, and I'm currently not. 19th in the points. <laughs> well, and that's in the driver's points. I'm actually 21, 21st in the uh, owner's points, but uh, uh, and and all that. Um, I'm not even going to let you ask the question, but all that is because 
uh, I, I got some help this year. Last last year and the years before, I, I had to do whatever it took to survive, and we couldn't spend no more money than than what uh, what we was going to take in. And so, whenever I'd come in and say the car wasn't handling, it wasn't handling because my Goodyear tires was wore out. <laughs> and um, um, we. Uh, We've been very blessed with uh, some some good friends, and and really, I don't even really understand why why they're they're doing it. But um, this all started about uh, two years ago. Whenever uh, I had one car, and I was up at Kentucky, and I got bumped in the rear and, and backed in the wall, and and I was overheard over the radio. I told the guys, I said, "Well, that was uncalled for," and I said, "This, I reckon this puts us out of business." Well, Kevin Harvey. Heard that conversation, and uh, on Monday morning, one of the guys, Stacy, that worked down there, called me and said, uh, "Morgan said it. Uh, Kevin said if there's anything he could help you with, that they would, uh, they'd like to help me any kind of parts or whatever." So that was the kind, kind of the start of what's happening now. Uh, and then, then last year, Kevin surprised me and built me a car. He took one of his older cars and put a, a Dodge body on it for me. Of course, he runs Chevrolet. But uh, he did this out outside his shop, and and him and Delana, I just can't believe what what they've done. And um, so him and Tony, I reckon, kind of got together, and they laid out a plan for this year. And they told me if I would come back over to Chevrolet, that they could help me more. And uh, so anyway, uh, <laughs> they they surprised me again. Uh, Kevin uh, told me to bring the car down and and. Uh, uh, he would, uh, he'd put a new body on it, redo the car, make it like new, and, uh, and make a Chevrolet out of it. And, and so next thing I know, uh, Tony says he's gonna help me with, uh, engines and, and, and tires. And, uh, oh man, I can't believe these, these guys, Kevin is from the West Coast, <laughs> Tony's from Indiana, and, and why they would help Morgan Shepard other than, uh, our mission, uh, here in racing. And that's, the uh, serve the Lord and and try to influence people to better their lives. But uh, I just I don't I can't believe those guys. You know they 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 play bad boy images uh, at the track, but they got such big hearts because I'm I'm not the only one that they've helped or whatever. I mean, but Morgan, I, why why do they keep this a secret? This is great stuff, and I just can't believe it's not more widely known of their involvement and what they've done to kind of to help your program. Well, and and. And it's not only me. I mean, right. man, they've they, they've helped Samard. They've, you know, Red Red Farmer. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you just you just wouldn't believe Tony Stewart and Kevin the things that they've done to to help people. And uh, I mean, I've sometimes I go down the road and I almost break down crying. Morgan, that's wonderful. That is well, that know, is amazing. Morgan, I I have. Been, you know, I've been around the sport a long time. I've been friends with the Petties for since I was well, since I could was barely old enough to drive. And uh, there's an awful lot of good people in the sport. And and I've been doing this program for many many years now. We're getting ready to start our 13th year this summer. But one of the things that that I have said repeatedly is that there's a there's almost and I think it could be true of a lot of guys. But with Tony Stewart, Kevin Harvick is another one we've commented about. There's like there's two people in these guys because I know how involved Tony Stewart is with Kyle in the Victor Junction gang camps. Um, and, and, I mean, 
massive sums of money, but not just money, time. I mean, he actually participates. And, and uh, so I've always said there's this, there's this Tony Stewart that is really a, a wonderful guy, has a great heart, but there's other, this, this other Tony Stewart that when he gets out of a race car, at least in the first 30 minutes of getting out of that race car, <laughs> you're not real sure who that guy is because he's definitely well, different than the other guy. Yeah, let me let me say this. You you show me a, a good loser, and I'll show you a loser. <laughs> and and Tony Tony Stewart is is not a good loser, and uh, and that's that's why he's a winner. But um, and and you know there's there's just I mean I'm I'm just amazed at all these guys. Uh, Kyle Busch, I mean. I couldn't believe it. I mean, what what he did for Sam Ard, and I mean, you know, you you think he's the worst person in the world sometimes the way he he does things. Other than you know, he wants to win. Immature, but, uh, maybe. The, I think maybe yeah, he's immature. Yeah. yeah, but he's coming but, around. But 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 he's 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 got a big heart, and and I would have never suspected that of him. And and of course, there's tons of people that's helped me. The Jarrett's. I mean. These people, Dale Jarrett, Ned Jarrett, uh, they're they're just unreal. They've they've helped me so much and helped our charity that we have. And oh man, I just uh, it, well, I'm I'm just overwhelmed sometimes at uh, what these guys do. Well, I want to talk about the real mission. Well, for, first off, am I right? You got three full time employees on your on your your team, your staff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we got we got three full time employees, and uh, you know, um, uh, like I said, these guys have made it possible that we can go and race now. Now our next step is to make enough money where we can hire some more employees, and uh, and you know, get our pit stops better, where we can be even more competitive. Because uh, we've already seen what we could do uh, with uh, with the help that we've we've gotten so far. Now we just got to build on it, and. Uh, uh, I told uh, one of my friends the other day. I said, "You know what I am? I'm job security for these other guys because I'm I'm 67 years old, and and that that just shows if you have the passion and uh, and the drive to do anything in life. And 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 I live by Philippians 4:13. Uh, all things are yeah, all things are possible through Christ." And uh, which strengthens me, and uh, and he definitely does that because there's no way that Morgan Shepherd could do all the stuff he's doing, and uh, to to be in the sport and be competitive at this time in my life, if it wasn't for Christ. Well, let's talk about that, and and because uh, your your card says racing with Jesus, and I I've looked at your race car, and uh, I guess there might be something else on there, but if there is, I can't identify it. I can't remember it. I can certainly remember and easily see uh, racing with Jesus, and and it's you're one of those few people in this world who's really doing what they um, what they profess. What I we're mean, supposed to what, do. Yeah, I mean you're you're out He's there carrying the cross, really. Yeah, you're That's exactly out, you're, what he's doing. Right, exactly. I mean you're out there racing, but the the racing is secondary or 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 lower to what the main reason why you're doing this is. And and tell us why you. What's the main reason? Why at 67 years old you're driving a race car? Well, this year on our charity trip, it was uh, this is our 22nd year that we went up in the Virginia mountains and we help handicapped people and and we have gospel groups and ministers that goes along with us and uh, uh, we 
1,100 bags of gifts up there. But but our main reason is to uh, win people to Jesus Christ. And uh, if you when the guy comes up behind my car, uh, on the back of my car, it says "Racing for Souls," and and that's what we're we're really about to uh, uh, help influence people to to better their lives. Because I know what Morgan Shepherd was before February the twenty third, nineteen seventy five. Um, I was I didn't care about nobody but myself. Um, I drank and partied, and, and uh, um, my my heart definitely wasn't in the right place. I wasn't a good family man, but uh, uh, I, I accepted Christ then, and uh, and that was the start of of my life. And uh, um, it's just uh, it's it's been uh, incredible trip, and uh, I don't know how long the Lord's going to allow me. To, to do it, but as long as I'm here, I want to stay faithful. And uh, uh, when when I have people that uh, I, I had this guy to uh, email us and write us a letter, and, and all from Africa that, that said it, uh, he seen me on Trinity Broadcasting, and uh, he prayed. Uh, when I prayed, he he prayed to receive Christ. He was an alcoholic, and uh, when when we can reach people uh, in our sport all over the world like that. I know that uh, I've done something. And I'd like to add one thing. When when I leave this earth, I want to be like Miss Joanne Bushman. I was at Phoenix uh, back in, I think, 97, and I went up in the grandstands and always take some of my tracks. And anyhow, uh, I signed a few of them. And and so uh, after the race, I was getting ready to leave, and here come this lady running. And she said, wait a minute, Morgan, wait a minute says, I got something for you. And she handed me a $500 check uh, for our charity. And uh, and so uh, uh, a couple years later, she was 42, year, 42 years old, and, and she passed away with cancer. But before she died, uh, she said, please don't send flyers. Uh, send money uh, to the Morgan Shepherd Charity. And to this very day, every year, her husband will send for the maybe $350 or $750 at least a couple times a year. So she's left this earth, and she's still helping people. That's amazing. And that's that's what I want my life to be about. Well, Morgan, that is certainly what it is about now, and that's certainly how you'll be remembered and, and how people certainly see you now. But talk about the ministry itself. Certainly it's so important to be at the racetrack. This is where you need to reach the people that, perhaps don't know Jesus Christ. Talk about what you do uh, traveling to the racetrack and then, of course, at the racetrack to, to, to support the ministry. I mean, certainly it's more than just having the car out on the track with the camera on it. You guys are you're, you're reaching out in the pit area and the grandstands and everywhere. Well, we, we try to be an influence wherever we go. And uh, I know at, uh, at uh, Homestead last year, um, I missed the race. I'd missed three races straight. And uh, after the race, Carl Edwards, he, uh, uh, he was coming out carrying his trophy after he won the nationwide race. And uh, I told, I stopped and talked to him a little bit about life in general. And uh, I said, Carl, don't take us for granted. I said, because these things come and go. Uh, and so anyhow, he, he went on, and uh, we was getting ready to leave, and, and I had to walk over and ask him to move the car. And when I when I walked over, 
uh, I happen to think I need to get a couple brochures. So I took him a brochure, and I told Carl, I said, uh, I don't know how much you know about our charity, but uh, if you give a dollar, it's going to help somebody. And uh, anyhow, we talked a little bit, and he said, well, tell me what it's all about. And so I told him how it got started and how it started with one guy up in the Virginia mountains. And uh, and then now we probably see a couple thousand. But our, our main deal was uh, there at the park workshop in Stewart, Virginia, where we help handicapped people. And so after I went through these things and told him, he said, well, Morgan, what about I just give you $10,000 for it. Wow. I said, I said, what? I said, Carl, you've got to be kidding. He said, no, I'll do 10000 So I grabbed him, shook his hand, and hugged him, and that was a $15,000 hug because the next words out of his mouth, he says, uh, I'm going to come off of that. He says, I'm going to do 25000 Oh, my. And, and so and Carl told me, he said, Morgan, <clears throat> you're a real inspiration to us. And... Uh, just these guys uh, that we we try to impress on. Uh, but uh, I do other things. We uh, uh, we go to the concerts uh, like at uh, Talladega outside the track, and where you know people's party and everything. And and uh, and I go up and I uh, I don't rub nothing in, but uh, I, I might put my roller skates on and and skate because uh, they'll have a band or whatever and dance to the music, and then I'll. Uh, you know, I'll start witness to them a little bit, and uh, and I've had people to come up and with beers in their hand, they'll say, uh, Morgan, I really appreciate what you had to say, and uh, I don't put them down. I just tell them the the way I was, and uh, and I, I do other things like um, uh, I speak at a prison uh, for I've been doing it for several three uh, or four years here at Phoenix, and. Uh, uh, I go to churches uh, and speak uh, in different places and and go to schools. So uh, uh, people will will listen to me a lot of times because they're, they're race fanatics when when they wouldn't listen to a, a regular preacher that walked in. So so I've I've learned that the places I go I don't I don't dress in regular clothes. I usually put my racing uniform on because it's got the Jesus logo. And because uh, that's how people identify me is the way they see me on TV, and uh, and so I'm I'm able to get through uh, to to people by by using that platform, and uh, and and it, it went well this past year at uh, up at Stewart, Virginia. I mean, it, uh, this was at Galax where we uh, was at the Rex Theater. We had 27 people to accept Christ there, and uh, just. Like I said, it's a great opportunity in NASCAR, and uh, so this has been my my mission field. Well, Morgan, I you know I can understand now. I get why I was excited, and I yep. think uh, uh, all the everybody in this room. I don't know that I've seen this kind of uh, uh, attitude come across everybody at, at the same time. Uh, you've been an inspiration to us tonight, and I'm certain. I, I don't know that we'll ever hear the. Uh, the results uh, from people that have listened to the program tonight, but I gotta believe I don't have any doubt in my mind that you've made a difference to somebody out there uh, while you've been on our program, and uh, it's been an honor and a privilege for for us uh, to have you with us, and uh, 
And if you ever got something going on and you want to promote it, you call us and we'll talk about it uh, and, and help you in any way we can. And uh, and I I got to tell you, I'm uh, I think this I think it's a it's wonderful that you spend the time. I can't imagine uh, the blessings that are going to come your way for what you're doing. Uh, and and I and I wish Tony Stewart and Kevin Harvick. The absolute best of luck this year, so they can can bless you even more. Absolutely. Uh, but uh, but that being said, um, uh, I got to tell you, I'm just I'm just I'm overwhelmed. I'm I'm just so thankful you spent the time with us. Please be careful. I hope you don't plan on driving on home tonight. Find some place and stay all night, and uh, and join us again, will you, please? Yes, I will. And and thank y'all for having me on. Morgan, go get him at Bristol, my man. All right. Okay, thank you. Talk to you later. Thank you, sir. Well, that, guys, I guess uh, I think we just need to take a break. No doubt. Okay.